Welcome to Vets to PM's Military Transition Academy podcast, the show where we discuss how to succeed in transitioning from the military service to the civilian workforce. This show and the academy it represents helps veterans transition into meaningful, lucrative post-service careers. Your primary host is Eric Doc Wright, PhD, Certified Manager, Military Veteran, Serial Founder, Best-Selling business author, philosopher, linguist, and coach. Your other host is Jeremy Burdick, project management professional, scrum master, product owner, and retired Air Force chief, and the current COO of Vesta PM and the Professional Development Unit University, where we will interview veterans successful in corporate America and business to bring you nuggets of wisdom every episode to make you more successful. Next, let's introduce today's guest. Our special guest today is Dennis Kraft. He is the founder and CEO of Cybercraft, a cybersecurity training company focused on training veterans. He has worked at the DOD, Department of Veterans Affairs, Department of Homeland Security, and he served as a captain in the 101st Airborne Division Air Assault and was deployed to Afghanistan as part of OEF. Super excited to get this started and learn a little bit more of the cyber IT world. So cool, man. So glad to chat with you, dude. You and I met on LinkedIn, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we met on LinkedIn. Uh, appreciate you reaching out to me. I love doing these types of podcasts. I love helping veterans. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's what's cool about LinkedIn. Everybody says network, network, network. And, you know, we talk about physical and whatever. But I mean, this is a great example of we meet, we look at each other's background. We're like, hey, man, this would be cool. You ought to come on the podcast. You're like, hey, I ought to come on the podcast. And, you know, I send you the self-scheduling link and hear you on the podcast. So uh, uh, Military Transition Academy uh, Podcast Nation, meet Dennis Kraft. And um, Jeremy uh, has already introduced this guy. He's a pipe hitter. So we're going to talk about cybersecurity. We're going to talk about certifications. We're going to talk about military occupations. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff, dude. But Dennis... You're the star of the show, brother. So introduce us uh, to you. Sure. Well, my name is Dennis Kraft. I'm the founder and CEO of Cybercraft. We're a cybersecurity certification training company. We focus on helping veterans achieve cybersecurity certifications so they can get hired and get these great paying jobs. You know, cybersecurity is a booming industry. There's tons of opportunities. Every time you pick up a newspaper or look at your news app, you're always going to see some sort of cyber breach that's happening. Somebody messed up. And all their data is let on to the world. People can't keep up with the amount of hackers that are out there. So it's a great field to get into, particularly for veterans. How'd you get into it, Dennis? I mean, what, tell us a little story about your transition and like how you, how you got into cybersecurity yourself. And then why did it lead you to build a company that, that uh, harps on that? Great question, Jeremy. Yeah, I'm, I'm a military vet myself. I was a captain in the 101st Airborne Division. I was an intelligence guy and coming out, you know, I, was, I had no idea what I was going to do. You know, a lot of veterans are in the same position. And I said, okay, well, what do I do with uh, all the experience I gained as an intelligence officer in the army? What am I, nothing out here, you know, there's no jobs. I tried applying for some jobs with like some, you know, civilian intel uh, contractors, but there's really not much out there. And um, so I was looking, I just looked at, the career fields that were the most popular at the time. Cybersecurity was top on the list. And I was pretty decent with computers. I was at that time. So I was like, okay, I can, let me try and do this cybersecurity. And I found out that the field, the cybersecurity field is all governed by these professional certifications, these cybersecurity certifications. So you don't really need a college degree to get into the field. And I said, okay, I can do that. So 
I started studying on my own. I studied uh, for CompTIA Security Plus. It's like a most basic level certification you could get to get into cybersecurity. I did that. And then I went for my CISSP. And you know, CISSP, it's a pretty tough certification to get. But with my background in the Army, I was able to find out that I qualified to uh, you know, have prerequisites for the CISSP. But with what I did in the Army, it qualified me to do that. You need to have two of the 10 domains or 10 domains at the time, which are different levels or fields of expertise within CISSP. And in the Army, I did a lot of physical security. I mean, you know, you do a lot of that and regardless of your MOS. And uh, I did some information security. I had to secure classified information. I didn't really have a lot of the technical skills like configuring or networking or things like that, but I had those two domains. That's all you need. You just need experience, work experience in two of those 10 domains. So I was able to study. I passed my CISSP and my Security Plus, and with those certs, I got a job right away. Uh, within a few months after transitioning, I got those two certifications, and I got hired in the cybersecurity field. So I worked in the cybersecurity field for the federal government in various contract roles, for about a decade. Then, you know, I, all throughout that time, I was involved in training programs. I was helping my fellow coworkers. A lot of them were veterans, you know, a lot, see a lot of veterans in cybersecurity in the, in the space. And I decided, you know, I really like helping these guys get where they need to go in their careers. So I might as well do that for myself. So I started Cybercraft and I've been helping people ever since get the certs they need so they get hired. Wow. So here's so here's a couple things I want you to take away from this nation as you're listening to Dennis talk to us. Hey, I'm airborne infantry. The dude's doing cyber now. So when you hear people on LinkedIn and other forums telling you that you got no shot, hey man, swing the stick at that puck and see if you can't get it in the goal. You heard him say, hey man, you know I probably could. He could. He was an intel officer, right? He probably couldn't spell cybersecurity. Uh, and I, you know, I'm, I'm being colloquial, Dennis. I don't mean any offense, brother, but you know what I mean? Like, that's not what he did, but he was able, he's a smart cat, right? And he was able to say, hey, I did this domain. I got that in spades. Hey, I did this domain. I am flush with experience in that domain. What you'll find in a CivDiv gang is make them tell you no in an interview. If you present to them and you could talk about the ingredients you have and how that can help them make a super whamadine something, whatever, and you can bring them value, they'll figure out how to get you in. And, and the other thing that Dennis hit on was these credentials, right? People say, oh, well, you don't need a credential if you just have a credential. Like we get it all the time with PMP, Dennis. Well, just because you have a PMP doesn't mean you're project manager. And I'm like, I didn't say he was jackass. He's a project manager because he's a project manager. It just didn't call him that in the army. They called him an intel officer. He's a project manager because he led missions. The piece of paper just says he knows how to talk about project management and civilian speak instead of airborne intel. Like, I mean, how do you feel about any of that stuff? Do you ever hear guys telling other guys like, hey, you're not? And when it's like, hey, we never said he was, he already is. We're just giving him a piece of paper that civilians recognize, dude. Civilians don't have tabs. They have credentials that helps them relate to each other. Yeah? Yep. That's exactly it. And yeah, there's... The civilian world really doesn't understand how much work service members do. I mean, the uh, for a job for a service member, you're doing so much on a day-to-day basis. You're managing people, you're doing your projects, you're doing your job. You have to liaison with senior leaders. You got to talk to them in a certain language. You got to talk to 
you know, your subordinates in a certain language, your soldiers, you got to take care of people, you're doing HR, you're doing everything. And civilians have no idea. The civilian jobs are way easier than anything you do in the military. It's so much, so much different. But you got to, like you say, you got to have the piece of paper, you got to have the cert that just proves that, hey, I know what I'm doing. This is this proves that, you know, this is going to help me relate to civilians because you really have to put in that on your resume, put in what you did and, and your unit and your roles. It's really not going to translate to them. They're not going to understand the significance of that. And that's really, it's really a shame. They're going to say, okay, well, you know, you're in the military. What does that have to do with what we do here at uh, Joe Corps? You know, it's, uh, and that's really tough for a lot of veterans because they've done so much. And to them, their service means so much more. Yeah. And really, that wealth of experience should be translated a lot better. But unfortunately, you have to go and you have to go get these pieces of paper. You got to get them. And then with those pieces of paper, you can show these civilians, hey, this is, I know what I'm doing. And this proves it. You know, this, I never said I was a cybersecurity expert, but look, I got the certification. I proved my experience. And here we go. I can, I'm qualified for this role because that's what these jobs are asking for. Amen. I proved my experience, you know, and that's what a lot of guys and gals don't get. And a lot of the critics don't get, or the naysayers is look, man, I don't care if you work for department of army, department of defense, GSA, in any other three letter agency you can think of. I don't care where you work. USAA and Coca-Cola and the mom and pop shop on the corner. Now, unless we're talking about a one man or a one gal auto shop or a bakery or something, if we're talking about an organization, they all have people problems. They all have money problems. They all have management leadership problems. They all have revenue generation problems. They all have about eight or 10 problem sets. <laughs> and in the military, especially in our austere environments, we can we can take on some problem sets and get some stuff solved to get some stuff done, right? So your experience is legitimate. You're not an imposter. You're in an organization going to another organization, right? Leading teams and directing teams and managing budgets. And it's all the same stuff, whether I'm a captain in the infantry or I'm a, a E5 weld nuclear propulsion power plants or I'm running a DFAC or whatever, man. I just, Dennis, I love that you figured it out. And I love it, man, because you're in the tech space, right? Be like, oh, you can't possibly graduate as an E8 infantry guy and be in the tech space. Piss off. Yeah, you can. We've seen it happen thousands of times, right, Burdick? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I love I love the fact that he's, you know, bringing up the point that in this industry, in this cyber IT world, it's not so much the college degree. They don't have a good college degree that really maps you to these uh, requirements to hire. Right. So big company puts out these requirements, says, OK, hey, government, DOD, you got to have sec plus. If you don't have sec plus, just get me get behind you don't even put your application in because it's just not going to work you, you've got to meet these minimum criteria and what you said dennis right there was the importance of that certificate is that conversation that you don't have to have on your resume that explains why you are a cybersecurity guy the cert does it for you so the certs do matter uh just like you're saying so it's nothing you haven't already said um and where would you say like where would you uh, good starting point be so someone's listening to this podcast they're about to transition what's your professional recommendation of hey i think i want to reinvent myself as a cybersecurity or just a cyber or an it guy or anything in the field where would you have them start great question 
And there's two main certifications you want to go for. There's a regulation out there called DOD 8750, and it requires certain certifications for certain roles within the DOD. And a lot of federal agencies follow that same regulation. So you have information assurance level, technical information assurance level, management level certifications, and the CompTIA Security Plus and the CompTIA Network Plus are the best certifications to get so you qualify for those federal roles. And when you qualify for those federal roles, you can work as a government contractor, which is a very friendly space for veterans. Now, you find a lot of incentives to hire veterans uh, for these contracting firms. You find a lot of veteran-owned uh, contracting firms. We work with a lot of veteran-owned contracting firms to help them get their people hired. So the CompTIA Security Plus is the world's most popular cybersecurity certification. If you're looking to get into cybersecurity, I'd recommend starting there. And the CompTIA Network Plus is an excellent certification if you're not particularly interested in maybe cybersecurity, but you wanna do IT in general. That's gonna teach you all of your networking, uh, how to build a, how to create a system of computers that will all talk to each other, and basically how to work with these systems and be an IT expert. So. Those two certifications are the best place to start. And that's where a lot of people come into the field. They, they earn their security plus first. That's what I did when I came in. And you know, speaking to degrees, like for me, I have a degree in history and a degree in economics. I don't have any formal IT or networking background, but my entire professional career after the military has been in cybersecurity. So it's absolutely possible for people with either no degree or a degree that's not uh, related because my degrees don't count for anything in the field but it's all about the certification. So the great question, Security Plus and Network Plus are the two best ones to start with. Okay, now would you do uh, both or just pick one of those or do they pair nicely together? They do pair nicely together and you can choose, if you are interested more in cybersecurity, I'd lean towards the Security Plus. If you're interested more in general IT, I'd lean more towards the Network Plus. So it depends on what you wanna do as a, as a veteran. Okay, so Dennis, I'm a loggy dude. Like, what, what, what does cybersecurity mean, right? Because I get it all the time. I get guys say, "Oh, I want to be in cybersecurity." I'm like, bro, you know, there's 900 roles in cybersecurity. Like, what in cybersecurity do you want to do? I know we're in the ballpark, bro, but it's a long throw from left field to home plate, man. Like, where's the cutoff, man? What do you want to do? So, what, what does that mean when you hear cybersecurity? What is that? That's a great question. And there are so many different roles. You know, you just say cybersecurity. It's like saying, you know, I want to be in the military. It's kind of <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> so you could do anything from, uh, you could do like programming where you're sitting there and you're, you're typing out the code and you're creating secure systems. Or you could do none of that. You can do uh, risk management where you're talking to people about, you know, this is, this is what's going to go wrong. This is what's going to go right. This is how we have to fix things. And this is what we need to do. So if you're used to talking to senior leadership, for example, risk management might be a great field for you. Uh, you can do something like uh, secure system. So you can be in charge of a, a system yourself and then work with people to uh, to do what's known as remediation, fixing that system when things go bad. Okay, we need to apply this patch and we need to update this software. So I'm in charge of this system and I, I do things like that. You can even do hacking. So if you're interested in, in learning how to hack and being one of those, like, you know, from those 80s movies, the guys in the basement, uh, you can do what's known as penetration testing, where you go in and you, you try and hack the systems, but you do it so you can record what was wrong and then present that and say, hey, this is what we need to fix. So it's like, 
or you can even do physical security. You know, there's a lot of physical security in the military. Physical security is covered under cybersecurity. So if you really like walking around a facility, making sure the locks are set, okay, we have cameras here, things like that, that's all in cybersecurity too. Like oh. facilities control and all that stuff. So Dennis, yeah. now tell me about, because this is cool, man. So JB, he's airborne infantry, then he's cybersecurity guy, completely remakes himself, right? A technical field, and a lot of people say, oh, I can't do that. You can't be technical if you're not technical. And then, Dennis, bro, you got to tell me about the leap. JB and I have a really soft spot in our hearts for entrepreneurs, right? Like, okay, I'm done. I got my experience. I'm done making the man rich. Like, let's go do my own thing. Uh, you know, that's PM. We're a small team. We're, we're scrum, bond, agile. Like, we're all kinds of stuff. But, you know, so what, what made you go, hey, man, I'm going to do this under my own shingle? Yeah, great question. You know, I... I was doing it already for all these uh, firms. And, you know, for example, I was, uh, I was a deputy program manager for our VA contract at one of my companies. And I was had 30 people under me. And on top of that, I was running the whole training program for the company. And the company still wanted me to do more and more. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm doing all of these. I'm basically doing two jobs for this company. Why don't I just do this for myself? <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, if I work for myself, every every bit of work I do is just going to add up and add up for me, you yeah. know? So uh, that's that's why I, I went on. And it's, it helped me do things, helped me have a broader reach. I wasn't just helping out that company. Now I'm able to help everybody. You know, I'm able to help veterans who need it, able to help for transition. We, we transition, uh, not only veterans, we transition like single moms, truck drivers, everybody into cybersecurity. And we try, with all of our classes, we offer a first-time pass guarantee. You know, if you take our class, you're going to pass. And if you don't, we're going to pay for your second second attempt and we're going to work with you until you do so that's that's really what i want to do i want to branch out more than just helping the man help myself and help others you know help others get into the field and i love it man altruism and action dude i mean you know like hey i'll get you the piece of paper but i can also connect you to the career field i mean that that's for us uh like yourself i mean that's why i, I couldn't wait for you to come on a podcast i mean you know the that's what it ought to be about. I mean, the piece of paper is important, but can I help you get a meaningful, lucrative career on the other side of a career that was very meaningful uh, and wasn't as lucrative, right? But you had sense of service, like, how do we help you do that again? Um, so just hats off to you, man, for, for like figuring it out, first of all, and then not only figuring it out, but doing the hardest part, which is operationalizing something you think you figured out. You know what I mean? Well, thank you. Yeah, it does take a lot of work, but I think the results are really good. And, uh, you know, I'm really happy to help people. So that's, it's all good. <laughs> Too cool. So, I mean, it kind of sounds like you can be any um, specialty and still join cybersecurity later. But through your experience, have you noticed a couple different shreds or MOSs or jobs in the military? You know, if it's Air Force, it's AFSC. If it's Army, it's MOS. But ultimately, it's what your specialty was, regardless of service. Have you noticed that there's some natural fits? Yeah, there are, actually. Uh, so if you've worked signals, for example, in the Army, 25 series, 25 series are, are perfect for entering cybersecurity or IT. And you've gotten a lot of training within the Army, and you may even had to have had some of these certifications as part of your training. But you can take that. I could train a 25 series to get Security Plus or Network Plus very easily. Now that's a that's a natural progression. 35 series also have some valuable experience. 
Um, 17 series, 15 series, 14 series, those are all pretty good candidates too. Air defense, aviation. Uh, I mean, if you're 17 series, you're cyber operations. So that's a clear good fit. When it comes to Marines, uh, we have um, like information security assurance technicians. Uh, if you work like electromagnetic spectrum, electro optical, those career fields, uh, tactical data systems, or in any type of maintenance, electronics maintenance, you're also a very good candidate because those technical skills you have to learn, learn in those fields, they translate pretty well. And the systems you're working on are usually a lot more complex than the systems you're going to have to learn for something like Security Plus or Network Plus. And uh, for Navy, uh, anything with crypto cryptography, cryptological technicians, uh, communications, or comm intel. Uh, there are, I mean, if you're uh, information systems technician or anything like information warfare, that's going to uh, translate very well. Meteorology actually translates pretty well because your systems are going to be pretty, pretty uh, complex and you're going to understand these computer systems pretty good. There's, uh, like I think I mentioned cryptologic, any cryptologic fields are really good. Even human imagery and personnel specialists are really good fields to transition also. Uh, if you're Air Force, you know, if you're cyber security, which is Air Force's cyber security role, you got that cyber systems operate, cyber transport systems, uh, operations intelligence, and any programming, computer systems programming, even biomedical is pretty good. And if you're Coast Guard, you got uh, information systems, any of the management, the technicians, or uh, electronics, if you work in any of the electronics fields, marine science, uh, operations specialists, and again, human are all very good. And I'm not sure about Space Force yet, but all of those are really good MOSs to transition into cybersecurity or IT. So those are the so ones most popular so what i just heard is dennis said i can take a first hitch or beyond guy or gal from like 30 percent of the mos is across all the department of defense's forces and i can help them do meaningful lucrative on the other side in cybersecurity. that's freaking impressive what do you think jb is that impressive i think it is i think it is and i would honestly say don't discount the guy who got into the wrong career field right i mean <laughs> How many times uh, have, you know, in your service time frame is like the recruiter screwed me, right? I didn't want to be a cop or I didn't want to be this or that or airborne maybe. But ultimately, you can remake yourself. And I feel like you said it best in the very beginning is you took and you looked at the environment and said, where's a lot of growth? Where's a lot of booming? And it's in cybersecurity back 10 years ago. It's still booming, right? There's still a need for it. So you can reinvent yourself in from any MOS, I think, so long as you've got good abstract thought, you know, and you've got reasoning and spatial awareness. Those are the big things that I think you could probably create a good cybersecurity guy. I mean, would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And even you know, it's all about the individual. So, you know, if you have if you've been working, say you're an infantry guy, but you had to do some uh, you had to work with computers, you had to do some missions planning. If you've been doing that missions planning over and over, you're working with these systems. If, say you're really good at talking with people. Uh, that's really going to come in handy because a lot of IT guys, they're not that good at talking to people. So if you can come in and talk to people, you're going to be highly valued. You might find yourself in a leadership role. You just have to learn the skills 
the skills we can teach you. You know, it's more about the individual and their mindset and their drive. And that's that's really where veterans have a strong suit. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. So as we go through this, I mean, so uh, is there, would you amend what you said about the net plus or sec plus for say somebody's coming out of, you know, a maintenance motor pool, never touched any computer whatsoever. They can talk the talk. I mean, obviously they've learned some skills in there and management skills, but would you, where would be maybe the brick one that they would start if they had no computer experience at all? So for them, I'd recommend an A-plus certification. The A-plus really starts at the very basic bottom level. So it's going to teach you, you know, what operating system is, what, uh, how to work with, a, it's really good. And there's two parts to the A-plus. And it, a lot of people will get my A-plus, a security plus, and a network plus. And when you get those three, you really qualify for a lot of different roles. You can move up from there. There's lots of different certification bodies too, but CompTIA really does the best job at the entry-level certification, and they're the most popular. So if you haven't touched a computer at all, A-plus is really good. Though we have trained people who've never had any technical experience with Security Plus to start, uh, it's a little more challenging. So I would start with that A-plus and that Network Plus. Hey, you know, Dennis, just for the record, man, I mean, I'm, I'm the lowest common denominator. I, uh, I can open a laptop. Uh, my IT department's in a uh, sophomore in high school. You know what I mean? I, 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 anything beyond open a mouse, put a battery in it, bro. But I got a sec plus. You know why? Because I've done comms. I've done Intel in the army. You know what I mean? So like I, I'm living proof now. I didn't pass the test by more than three points. So, I, you know, truth in lending, right? But, but what a cool story. So if, if I'm listening to this and I'm like, hey, man, I could go into the technical field. I could go into IT or cybersecurity. And now I know what the difference is because I heard Dennis. How do I train with you? How do I find you? Like, like, tell what, where's, give me some breadcrumbs, brother, so I can follow the trail. Yeah. So, you know, our website, cybercrafttrain.com, uh, we have, we offer live programs. We offer self paced programs. So if you're, if you're a self starter, you can do the self paced stuff. If you want to have an instructor, and our instructor, most of our instructors are military veterans. You know, our, our Security Plus instructor, he's a retired sergeant major in the Marines. He's He has over 30 professional certifications in cybersecurity. He's been teaching for uh, over 30 years. So he's he's really good. His name is Jim Hollis. But we, we, you know, we mostly hire veterans. And veterans are going to be able to teach. You know, They're going to be able to talk to you in the same lingo. Um, but yeah, any of our programs, we offer a significant discount for veterans. You're going to save with the code veteran 15. I'll give you that code here. You can save uh 15% off any of our programs, which is, you know, you can save a couple hundred dollars at least on one of our live training classes. So we'll teach you everything you need. And that includes the job assistance. We'll help get you in contact with our recruiter network. That's included for any of our students. And we partner specifically with veteran oriented uh, recruiting firms to help get your resume in front of those hiring managers. We also help you, we put you in contact with our uh, resume writing team. We have some resume writers we work with to help you get those skills set up. And these are resume writers who also are good at working with veterans. They'll help translate your resume if you need that service. So take what you did in the Army, take what you did in the Marines, Navy, Air Force, translate that into what civilians are going to understand. Uh, but yeah, the cybercrafttraining.com. And uh, I don't know if we can put links in here in the in the the podcast, but I'll be happy to provide those. So, yeah, it's uh, cybercraft with a K training.com. 
So just remember that it's a K, not a C. Um, and then what was the code again? Just so for anybody listening, veteran veteran 15. 15, veteran 15. And it's one five, not spelled out, right? Right. Perfect. All right. Wow. Thanks for that, Dennis. That's awesome, man. Absolutely. And I'm on the website so I can see, I mean, it's, it's pretty straightforward. You can kind of check it out, whether you want self-paced, instructor-led, uh, if you're just looking for exam vouchers, it kind of looks like it, you've got it all built in a product category. So it's looks pretty straightforward. Yeah, absolutely. And if you ever want to talk or see a demonstration of the course, you know, a chat program on there, just let us know. We'll be happy to do that for you. Excellent. And Jeremy, now you know why, brother. Dennis reached out to me. We connected. I went and looked at his profile. LinkedIn tip for those of you learning how to use LinkedIn, right? Because somebody in tap class somewhere told you to use LinkedIn, right? I always go look at the network request. If the person's got less than 500 followers, if that looks like it's a manufactured profile, whatever, I'm not, I'm not hooking up with that person, right? Okay, but JB, I got Dennis's request. I went and looked at him like, holy cow. I mean, right? He's doing basically what we do at VestaPM, but he's doing it in the cyberspace. And I replied back, hey man, great to meet you, brother. Thanks for the connection. And I think like the third line, Dennis, I so I appreciate your, your candor and your patience. Dude, third line, unabashed. Dennis, you got to come on the podcast, bro. Like, you got to come tell people what you got for them, right? So, thanks for taking the taking the shot on goal, man. Yeah, I appreciate. I appreciate the connection. I really think LinkedIn is a valuable resource. You know, I try and connect, and you make a lot of meaningful connections. People who you wouldn't really encounter in your day to day life, uh, people from all over the country, and you can really make a good connection. I always like to have like a little connection call with the people I connect with. You never know where that's going to take you. And it could really uh, lead to something, you know, especially in today's world, you have a short Zoom call with somebody that could lead to your next role. It's, uh, it's really interesting how it works. Yeah. So there's a second LinkedIn door prize. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> good, good pro tip, right? Uh, always looking for opportunity. Well, it's too cool. So anything, as we begin to wrap this up, anything that you want to uh, advise the transitioning veteran for as they begin to look at this new walk of life they're going to have? Well, I really think it's not, it's never too late to try something new or go in a different career. A lot of times you have these MOSs, these uh, jobs in the military, you've done so much. Unfortunately, civilians just don't recognize your accomplishments and the value of what you've done. So you have to think about ways you have to strategize how you're going to show your value and show your worth to those civilians. And there's lots of different careers that can help you do that. And cybersecurity is definitely one of those careers. It's a great career field. One, because there's so many federal opportunities, which are very favorable to veterans. And two, because lots of stuff you did in the military is going to translate to a cybersecurity career. So I, I really think it's a, it's a great way for people to transition. And there's such a need for cybersecurity professionals right now. Just go on Indeed or go on Monster or DICE. DICE is a, a uh, job board specifically for tech and cybersecurity. And just type in cybersecurity and take a look at how many jobs are out there. It's insane. You so, know, and do, a, and do a thought exercise real quick. Everybody in the audience listening or those of you watching, just do a thought exercise. Okay. Somebody somewhere in this planet has data on you. It's in a computer somewhere. You better believe that, right? Okay. What are some of the skills or attributes you'd like the cats on the other end of that network to have locking down your data? 
I mean, just think about it for a second. Well, I think I would like them, JB. I would love for them to be responsible, accountable individuals. I would love for them to be hardworking and show up on time. I would love for them to stay until the job's done, not just because the time clock said 1,600, right? Uh, I would love for them to be have an aptitude for continuous learning and a capability to learn fast and be able to apply what they learn so they can keep my stuff locked down. I would love that. Huh. I wonder who might make a good one of those. Hmm. Doesn't matter what you did in the military, man, right? You got more than one inch under your belt. We got that in space, right? I mean, Dennis, that's that's your point, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, who here has uh, been affected by the OPM data breach? I'm just saying. <laughs> Raise your hand. Yeah. I got the letter. <laughs> you got that in common, too. So, <laughs> But, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, people are looking at the tech field. You think about the people you, the stereotype you see for the tech field. That's usually true. You know, people who are not very good at talking to other people. If you come in with those people skills, if you come in with being able to work hard, getting the job done, you're going to excel in that role. Yep. 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 Couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. So as we wrap it up, Doc, any, any parting shots for the group? Uh, no, man, I, I just think, Dennis, I appreciate you coming on, man, and having a chat with us and a chat with the folks. I mean, I, you know, you're living proof. You know, not only is a hair club user, but he's and the founder. You know what I mean? Like he went from infantry to cyber to running his own company. And as far as I know, now it's been a while since I was in uniform, but as far as I remember, they didn't teach you any of that stuff in uniform, right? So the fact that he can do it, now he's a smart cat, but if he can do it, anybody listening can do it. And he's got an outfit that can help you do it. All you got to do is reach out to him. So, I mean, that would be my, you know, my, my party shot is, hey, man, there's folks like Dennis out here on the, in the Civ Div willing to help you out. All you got to do is reach out. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, even if you don't want to enroll in a course, I'm happy to answer any questions. If you have any questions for me, if you, you're interested in transitioning, you just want to know a little bit about the field or anything, I'd be happy to answer questions. You know, you don't, you don't have to buy something from me to get my help. So you can always reach out. Uh, you can reach Dennis K at cybercrafttraining.com. If you have anything, I'll be happy to answer you. So great. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. And we'll, uh, I'll put the link in the recording as well. So you should, you know, they'll get another shot at cybercraft training with a K and veterans 15. Really cool meeting you, Dennis. Thanks a lot for being on the show. I learned a lot. Hopefully the group learned a lot as well. Wonderful. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on. It was great. I really love, you know, stuff like this. I love that you guys are helping the vet community you know, we got to stick together. It's not a, people think the vet community is so organized and big, but really there's not a whole lot of us and we really got to stick together. So I love it. Thank yeah, you for yeah. tuning in and spending a bit of time with us at the Military Transition Academy powered by vets to pm If we picked your interest, but you want more details, please head over to the website vets to pmcom and see if we can help prepare you for a better tomorrow or a future meaningful and lucrative career.